It was a lonely house in a lonely land. The wind blew from here to there and stirred up whirls of lonely dust. Fields burned under a gray sun. When any of the few birds still living passed by, always going somewhere else, the spindly trees seemed sad in their rejection, for no nests ever thrived amid the branches, and no sweet song of youth was ever sung. The woman who lived in the house was hard. She had to be. It was a hard world now. She would look out across a landscape the color of rust and see in the hazed distance the oil and natural gas pumps that no longer moved. They hadn't moved for a long time. Their day was finished. And so too had died the wires, after the great storms and the winter heat waves and the upheavals that had cracked the dry earth and the dusty roads and had nearly, to the woman's hard blue eyes, rearranged the ridges all the long twenty miles to Douglasville. The woman went about her chore of living from day to day. She raised a few chickens and ate bitter eggs. She ate a lot of canned pork and beans and soup. She grew some dwarf tomatoes that were the color of the land and almost tasteless. But at least they were tomatoes, and she was proud of them. She had a shed full of bottled water, enough to last until Jesus came. She was all right. But sometimes at night, after she lit her candles with their tin reflectors, and arranged them just so, and chose from the special trunk an ancient yellowed book to read that reminded her of the world that was, her hardness cracked just a little bit, just a little bit like the shell of a bitter egg. And there in that room with its candlelight and the smell of old paper and old ideas and the sound of the lonely wind searching outside the windows, the woman felt her heart become slowly crushed, slowly, slowly until she had trouble breathing, and the tears bloomed behind her glasses, and she had to put the book down for fear a wet drop might blur the words. She was a hard woman, but she was not made of stone. Oh, this world. Oh, this sad and brutal world. This careless world. This world of lost opportunities and crushed hearts. The woman had been married once. She and her husband had had a son, but both of them killed in a war, before the satellites fell flaming from the sky, before the buildings crashed down and the weather changed, summer in winter, and the oil burned in its millions of gallons upon the black-choked sea, before so many of the fish and the birds and the animals God had commanded man to protect had died, so many, so many. The woman in her young days had wished for a large family, she and her husband had talked about that long before the wedding bells. There was such strength in a large family, there was such happiness. But in the end they'd just had the one child and he had died first in that foreign land. Then her husband, because he was a patriot. This sad and broken world. And when everything seemed to be over and everything was changed and nothing worked anymore, and even after no one knew who had won, but everyone said they were the winners, so they started fighting again to prove it until the world itself heaved and cracked. Even after that, it was still not the end. The woman sat at the center of her circle of candles. She took off her glasses and she rubbed her tired eyes. No, still it was not the end. For though people wished for the end and roadside preachers shouted their prophecies and madmen and mad women dragged themselves across the sun-burned earth wearing upon their backs wooden crosses and upon their heads crowns of barbed wire, still it was not the end, and no suffering human being could say when the battered old world would stop its tormented turning and fall apart into the dust of ages. 
The woman decided she would go to town tomorrow morning. She needed some more pork and beans and soup. She could take some eggs and tomatoes to trade. She needed to see people, so be it. She put her book back into the special trunk with all the others, and then she blew out every candle but one and lay in bed for a long time staring at the ceiling until her blue eyes closed. The next day was hot. Hot, hot, hotter than hot. Same as every day. The clouds were painted upon the sky. The sun was somewhere. The woman rode her green bicycle, the color of May. It was her little joke. Douglasville wasn't much of a town, but it was a place. It had some buildings and a few houses. It had some people living there. It wasn't all empty. The woman pedaled her May-colored bike past the dump where all the car bodies had blistered and rusted and rotted.